0: Rodney Jane here. With the holiday period over, Baked Beans Month is back at Bob Jane T Buy three, get the fourth tyre absolutely free on selected Bridgestone, Yokohama, and Goodyear tyres. Plus, up to $150 instant cash back on a range of Goodyear, Dunlop, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Michelin tyres. Alloy wheels from only $125, and tyres from just $69, all with our best tyre price guarantee. We'll look after
1: you. Test sees apply.
2: This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news, powered by Race Fuels in association with Bob Jane t From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need them. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Each week, multi-award-winning journalist Mark Fogarty brings the big stories and talks to the big names. If it matters in motorsport, you'll hear it first, right here on Parked Up Plus.
0: Coming up, Chevy hits back. Tomorrow boss counters Ford Gen 3 concerns. Corvette versus Mustang at Bathurst. GT3 could make it happen. And Dickford dumps road cars.
2: All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus. Here's folks.
0: Hi there, race fans. As Gen 3 testing finally takes off, newcomer Chevrolet has weighed in on the parity debate. Chevy, of course, is replacing Holden with the Camaro taking over from the Commodore as the Ford Mustang's race rival. Ford is still grumbling about parity, pushing for an 11th hour VCAT aero retest. Now that the Chevrolet teams are hitting the test track with their Camaros, Chevy racing boss Chris Payne says all the hard work was worth it.
3: I just think it's incredibly exciting to see the cars hitting the track after um, so long. And and it's just uh, an incredible tribute to the work being done by all of the teams uh, to, to get to where we are. And and we've had a number of cars hit the track this week and then more next week. And and to see them going out with what appears to be such initial good reliability, I'll call it, um, it it must be really pleasing for the engineers involved.
0: Indeed. On both sides of the fence, it seems that early indications are that despite all the angst and delays, the cars are reliable, which just a few weeks out from the Newcastle 500 is, is, is... is probably a good thing. Indeed,
3: I'm sure there's still a lot of work to be done. And um, uh, after a massive build-up and the expectation of what 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 is going to be the uh, the most significant step change in the sport for many many years, uh, we can't wait. And, and frankly, we couldn't be prouder of the work that's been done by all six of the, the Chevrolet Racing Camaro-based teams that are going to hit the track at Newcastle in a few weeks.
0: Ford performance in the States still isn't happy that there's proper parity between the Mustang and the Camaro, but Payne thinks Supercars has got it right. Well, he would say that, wouldn't he? If you believe Ford, it's the Camaro that has an advantage on acceleration and top speed. But without slamming Ford, Payne makes it clear Chevrolet is satisfied Gen 3 will be a level playing field.
3: Yes, we are. And, and look, we we um, have every faith in the process and the uh, work that's been done by supercars and on our side, the homologation team, Triple Eight, Race Engineering, particularly by Jeremy Moore and the team, we have every faith that uh, the cars will be um, uh, equal in terms of competition. We all want that. Um, we... we uh, uh, provide um, every confidence uh, in the the decisions that are gonna be made. And and I'm not gonna make comments particularly about Ford and and what Mark Rushbrook has had to say about that. Um, We we just wanna get on with the racing and I know the teams wanna do that as well.
0: Ford performance, particularly over in Detroit, they've been quite visible in the process of developing the Gen 3 Mustang. General Motors counterpart, not so visible. Have your colleagues in the States been vitally involved in the development of the Camaro?
3: Yes, we have. And and we'll do that in our own particular way. Um, We have a tremendous level of support from the North American team and the GM Motorsport and Performance team led by Jim Campbell. So there is a lot of interaction that goes on uh, with us behind the scenes. We're feeding back to uh, supercars and triple eight. Um, and we're supporting the test days uh, represented there by Steve Byrne, our, our Gen 3 program manager, uh, working closely with all of the teams. So we do um, have a very strong and visible presence behind the scenes, uh, particularly in respect to um, the powertrain side of things and the testing and related parts supply with that. Um, so uh, not as all what it seems, but, um, and uh, we will do that in our particular way and uh, and support the teams as we see fit.
0: Chevrolet in the USA recently announced that a GT3 racing version of the mid-engine C8 Corvette Z06, soon to be sold here, will be on track from next year. The Corvette Z06 GT3R looks tailor-made for an assault on the Bathurst 12-hour, And Chris Payne doesn't rule it out.
3: Well, it's an enticing prospect, isn't it? Um, And and the the Corvette uh, Z06 GT3 breaks new ground for for us, for Chevrolet and and the Corvette racing program globally. So the GT3 Corvette is scheduled to race for the first time at the uh, 2024 Rolex 24 Hours in Daytona. That's the the plan at this stage. Uh, And then beyond that, um, of course, there's an interest in that. Uh, But we don't have anything further to announce uh, at this time.
0: I wouldn't mind betting you've had discussions or it's been brought up in discussions with, uh, well, particularly your Gen 3 homologation team, 888.
3: Well, there's a lot of people interested in the car globally. um, And yes, there is some local interest. If you uh, go to chevrolet.com, the North American website, uh, there is an expression of interest Uh, section on the website uh, right now where uh, North American teams and and owners can uh, 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 apply for an expression of interest in the vehicle. That's not open globally at this time uh, so we'll keep a watching brief on that and update as soon as we've got more to say.
0: So realistically from what you're saying it would be the Bathurst 12 hour in 2025 before we could possibly see it in Australia really.
3: Well, at best, and and that would be uh, an exciting prospect.
0: Particularly going up against your old foe, the Mustang, in its new GT3, guys.
3: Yes, and, and and Ford have a very robust program with the Mustang and elsewhere in motorsport, um, but we'll make our own decisions on how we evolve Chevrolet racing, particularly here in Australia. We, we're considered part of the global effort now for uh, GM Motorsports, and... And Camaro, is, as you know and your listeners know, is, is our weapon of choice for not just supercars but also for NASCAR. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, we, we, we think Chevrolet Racing has got a very exciting future, not just in supercars, uh, here in Australia and New Zealand. And, and we're really excited and just can't wait for the, for the competition to start at Newcastle in a few weeks.
0: Chevrolet Racing is set to enter off-road competition later this year with Craig Lowndes and is also reviewing its involvement in drag racing. All that in the full interview with Chris Payne, which you'll hear on Thursday in Grant Rowley's Parked Up. More after this short break. The Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast, it's all in the name, it's all motorsport. Focused on those who make significant contributions to the sport we love. Correct, some people might only see a dozen motor racing events each year. But the truth
2: is that our sport never stops. Almost every weekend, there's a car race going on somewhere. And Gaz, you're at most of them. Ah, uh, yes. And if I'm not there, you certainly are. And you'll hear from us on the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast every fortnight. You're listening to Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty.
0: That's the sound of Cam Waters' Monster Energy Racing Gen 3 Mustang during testing at Winton last week just to confirm that the 5.4 liter Ford Coyote still has the traditional V8 bark maybe a bit high pitched but a healthy roar nevertheless i suspect the 5.7 liter Chevy LTR V8 has more of a bass grumble but we'll have to wait and see of course if you're at Queensland Raceway last week you would have heard the Camaros' engine note as the Triple Eight, Premier and Matt Stone squads did their initial tests. Gen 3 testing continues to ramp up this week with Tickford and Grove back at Winton, joined by Erebus, Walkinshaw and BJR over the next few days. Team 18 is still, well, maybe a week away from running its pair of Camaros, while Triple Eight and DJR have delayed their next test days at Queensland Raceway. All teams must be at Sydney Motorsport Park next week for the official pre-season test. Tickford is getting out of the road car enhancement business. For the past five years, a division of Tickford Racing has been modifying Ford Mustangs and Rangers with mechanical and appearance upgrades. Parked Up Plus can reveal... The Tickford is getting out of that business, handing it over to its West Australian agent. Staff at Campbellfield are being redeployed to what's informally known as Tickford Engineering, taking on outside work in racing and the automotive industry. As Tickford co-owner Rod Nash explains, the move out of road cars is all about concentrating on the organisation's core expertise.
4: One of the things we did do was, just like you do in all your businesses, um, have a review of, of where you're heading. So the Gen 3 piece made <coughs> Tickford sort of have a review of its operations because it's always produced, a, a manuf- done a lot of manufacturing, but Gen-, Gen 3 takes that away from you a bit. So what we thought was, let's have a look at what our operation's about. So, you know, <coughs> there's only so much time in the day, so we thought, well we would um, uh, license out the Tickford Auto mm-hmm. part of it and then, um, and then just remodel uh, what we're doing at Tickford. So, and also that was to do with the amount of cars we're running okay. too. So obviously running four in the main game, mm-hmm. having a two car assault in the uh, Super 2, that's six cars. So <clears throat> we've structured that so that that's pretty well the core of, of what we do, race cars. Mm-hmm. But as a subsidiary now, we're heading off in, a, in an area of um, where we'd call new business for um, the Tickford Engineering operation, and, um, and that could be anything for servicing um, current race cars as we know it, as in, you know, um, the cough cars, um, <clears throat> or other op- opportunities that are, that are out there, and even outside of motorsport, because manufacturing in Australia is sort of getting recognition. With um we probably haven't done a good job of it in this country, but it's certainly looking that way, so we're actually turning our um, focus to other opportunities potentially outside of motor racing as well.
0: Nash says Dickford Racing's pro drive routes mean it's fully equipped to undertake all manner of engineering projects, including old supercars restorations and maintenance.
4: Yeah, look, there's a there's a big market out there, and um, the Triad Pro Drive had had their teeth into the FPV <coughs> model with the JV with Ford, so that kept kept them pretty busy. But you know, when we purchased FPR, I mean, um, the Pro Drive systems come with it, and they're still there today. So that's what made us recognise well, you know, the opportunity to to, to get into some of these other areas. I mean specifically the Tickford branding is around motor racing so Mm. we would see that we would still like to be pursuing um, within motor racing but we're also keeping an open mind with a new position we created for a business development model that what's outside of motor racing as well but there's a whole new wave of um, of uh, you know motor racing categories happening at the moment Mm. and um, so we're sort of um, you know, having a look at all of that as well and just seeing what are the opportunities.
0: A natural progression for Tickford would be to expand into GT racing with GT3 and GT4 versions of the latest Mustang coming next year. Rod Nash admits that running Mustangs against Chevy Corvettes in the Bathurst 12-hour in 2025 is an enticing prospect.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, JD3 uh, and 4 is certainly something that's um, going to advance quite nicely in in um, coming years. I mean, just with the OEMs, various OEMs, and for and the like, spending a lot of lot of lot more um, time. I mean, you know, they do their homework, and and the JD3, 4 categories are certainly um, there uh, that they see very adequate for uh, adequate for marketing their their cars as they do supercars so uh, you know it's the 12 hour just recently was a good example of, of everything growing so I certainly see over the next uh, you know two three four five years that I think that will be a, um, a category to you know to look at what what you might get into and it mightn't be directly running race cars you know but we're just sort of looking at it um, doing our homework at the moment. And,
0: well, Ford has a new GT3 Mustang coming, so surely that would interest Tickford Racing to field one.
4: Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, you sort of, um, you know, your branding always has to be if you're going to if you're going to market, um, you know, whatever it is you're going to the widget you're going to market. Um, in a motor racing sense, you really need to stand by the sword and head up um, an entry. So correct. I mean, if you if you were going down the line of a a 3 or something, you, you 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 very much need to put the stamp on it by um, entering having an entry um, yourself. But um, again, we're that's probably the easy bit. I mean, that's what we do. We do we do motor racing. So if we had to structure up to do that, um, I'm sure the team could do that. It's more um, being analytical of the of the business side of it, of the what's in it on the commercial side. You know, so making and supplying Yeah, <clears throat> and again, that's what we're we're a one stop shop. There's other you know we've got. You know a few other teams in the category that we, you can also categorize as one stop shop so you know i think there's um lots of room for you know everyone and um but it's what you bespokely want to want to sort of do and and yeah you create a brand um as triple eight does as walkinshaw does and and you know tickford's a well-known brand so it's uh it's what you sort of do with it from there and um and again we said sort of, that's why we thought that Well, um, you know, the time that you need to put into the automotive accessory parts side, um, we're better off to stick with our knitting, so to speak, uh, on the racing side. Um, So, yeah, plenty of opportunity, I think.
0: Mustang versus Corvette at Mount Panorama. How good would that be? Back to supercars. And as we revealed a few months ago, Gen 3 is switching to a new, greener fuel. It's an E75 blend, 75% ethanol, 15% premium pump petrol and, significantly, 10% synthetic fuel. It replaces the E85 fuel used since 2009. Now, the new mix has been used in all dyno development of the Gen 3, Ford and GM V8s, but teams are still running on the existing fuel In initial testing, we've learned that the new mix of ethanol, premium petrol and synthetic fuel will be introduced at the all-in pre-season test at Sydney Motorsport Park on February 22. Curiously, Supercars hasn't officially acknowledged, much less promoted, the change to a greener mix with minimal fossil fuel and a new locally developed synthetic component a great initiative so why not promote it we understand the new blend will still be branded as bp ultimate race fuel back after this short break race fuels is australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state level motorsport and its range of racing fuels includes the bp supercars e85 which is available to grassroots races For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the Elf Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Race Fuels E85 and Elf Race 102 is available at racefuels.com.au. You're
2: listening to Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty.
0: And we're on the run to the chequered flag. A big weekend of racing, WRC, Formula E, Castrol Toyota Formula Regional Oceana finale and the national sprint car title. Here's Grant Rowley with his roundup, thanks to our partner, Bob Jane Tima. The
1: Castrol Toyota Formula Regional Oceana Championship was decided last weekend at Taupo, where Austrian second generation racer Charlie Wurtz took the title. Challenged by Kiwi Callum Hedge, a last race victory, for Wurtz sealed the crown by a 14-point margin. Hedge won the opening race with American Chloe Chambers becoming the first woman to take victory in the category in race two. Australians writer Quinn and Tom McClellan finished inside the top ten during the weekend. Quinn was a best of eighth across the three races, while McClellan scored his best results of a campaign with seventh in the finale. In WRC, Ott Tanak took his first victory for M Sport Ford on the snow of Sweden as he defeated Hyundai's new signing, Craig Breen, and Belgian Thierry Naval. Tanak leads the standings by three points from Toyota's reigning champion, Calais Rovenpera, ahead of Rally Mexico next month. The Formula E World Championship visited India for the Hyperbad e where DS Penske's Jean-Éric Vergne took victory in a chaotic affair. New Zealander Nick Cassidy was second from Portuguese racer Antonio Felix da Costa in a race of attrition. South Africa is the venue for the next round in a fortnight. And in sprint cars, Tasmanian protege Jock Goodyear was dominant in winning the 60th Australian Sprint Car Championship at the Perth Motorplex. In an action-packed contest, Goodyear remained unfazed despite many cautions as just 11 of the 24 starters finished the main event. Queenslander Lachlan McHugh and hometown contender Callum Williamson rounded out the podium. That's the racing news from home and abroad. I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus with thanks to Bob Jane Jane teammates.
0: Thanks, Grant. Finally, another burst of Gen 3 noise. Here's the sound again of Cam Waters' Mustang testing at Winton. No special reason, just love the angry note of a V8 supercars engine at full flight. Well, that's it for now. Back next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley on Thursday for more lively discussion. And don't forget Network R's other must-listen podcasts Tania McLeod and Priya Richards present Girls on the Grid each Monday. And every second Friday, Gary O'Brien and Darren Smith host the Napa Autopass Grassroots Racing Show. This has been Parked Up Plus, where you hear the big news from the big names every week. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've
3: just listened to another Network hour production.